Hello, and welcome to The Joy Within, where we're eliminating negativity one thought at a time. I'm Kyle Greenfield, and I'll be your guide as we explore how to be calm, confident, and happy in our crazy modern world. Join us each week as we dive into some of the biggest ideas in spirituality and personal development. We'll learn what it takes to gain control of your own mind, master your mood, and navigate the many ups and downs along the way. Visit thejoywithin.org to get started so you can become the calm, confident, and happy person you truly deserve to be. Hello, and welcome back to the Joy Within's podcast. This week, we're talking about the five ways negative thoughts are secretly controlling your life and how you can stop them. And if you missed the last episode, you might want to go back and check that out first since I go into more of an overview of this idea. But today, I want to focus on the first type of negativity that you need to look out for, which is stress. And I actually include worry, anxiety, and overwhelm into this category as well, because these are all just different versions of the same energy that causes stress. Like all types of negativity, these different stress thoughts can come in a thousand different forms. And that variability is what makes them so challenging to uproot. They can be really intense to the point of causing burnout or basically paralyzing you like a deer in the headlights. Or they can be really, really subtle. So subtle, in fact, that you might not even recognize them. You might not even notice that you have them. Or if you do notice, you might not even think that it was stress or think that it was anxiety or worry. So... The first step towards stopping these thoughts is simply to become more aware of them. You have to identify when they're happening to you, how often they're happening to you, and the different levels of how bad they can be. The best way to do this is to get into the habit of becoming more present, to learn how to tune in to the natural joy, the natural sense of calm and of ease that is already within you. There are a ton of ways that you can do this, and that's exactly what we teach throughout Happiness University and really everything that I share at The Joy Within. Because once you find that inner energy, that inner stillness, and that sense of well-being, then dealing with these negative thoughts, these thoughts of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm, becomes much, much, much easier. It's kind of like that great quote by Einstein about how you can never solve a problem at the same level as the problem itself. You always have to move to a new level, to come at it from a different angle, in order to find a solution that actually works. So you can't beat stress by thinking about how stressed out you are. You can't beat feeling overwhelmed by thinking about the million things that you have to do. And you will never stop worrying If you worry about the things that you worry about, it just doesn't work. Instead, find the time to step back, find your center, and find a moment of calm. And then you can take the next step. Then you can manage your thoughts. The reason this works is because these stress thoughts always, or at least like 99.9% of the time, come from one thing and one thing only. Stress and worry are always the result of believing that, at some future point in time, all will not be well with you. Let me repeat that. 
Stress and worry come from thinking that at some point in the future, you will not be okay. Now, stress is actually just your belief in a potential future state, a hypothetical state, and the belief that if that state happens, if that negative event happens, you won't be okay. And this is the kicker. Your stress comes from bringing that potential future state into the present moment. So you experience that hypothetical future now, even if in reality it's something that is never going to occur. That is the root of all stress and of all worry. It's important to realize that it doesn't really matter whether that future state is 10 years from now or if it's in the next five minutes. In either way, the case is the same. You're bringing it forward into this moment. So you might be feeling stressed out about something that's really far off, like when you're retiring and whether or not you'll have enough money for it. Or you might get really stressed out if your boss looks angry and then all of a sudden tells you you have to come into this meeting in five minutes. But it's important to realize that the stress is never about what's happening now. In both examples, the actual trigger is in the future. You make it now, you bring it forward to the present moment by feeling stressed about it, by feeling worried about it, or by feeling overwhelmed about it. And that's why a centering process works so well. Because as you center into the present, you become calmer and you can think more objectively, which then empowers you to solve the problem if it turns out there is actually a problem, which most of the time there's not. It's just your mind making things up. So you can solve that problem from a higher level when you take that time to center and to step back. When you do this, when you actually center, you will realize one of two things. You will realize either that you were stressed about something that's not actually that big a deal, or you will gain the frame of reference that you need in order to take the right steps that you can actually take to do the things you can do now and to move forward from where you are. Do you see how this works? Notice how I didn't say that you should ignore the problem. You can't just meditate and pretend that everything's perfect. You might have very real reasons to be worried, but your stress in this moment will not help you to find a solution. That's the key distinction. This is as true whether you're facing a major catastrophe or a tiny little annoyance. So to give you an example of how this plays out, I was working with a client recently who was going through a rough patch at work. She was being trained in a new role, and every Friday, she would sit down and have a meeting with her boss. Every week, her boss would point out the mistakes that she was making. So she started to slide into a negative spiral, very gradually at first, but it snowballed over time. So she started to focus a little bit more and more on her mistakes rather than on the things that she was doing well. And most of her work was actually done at a really high standard. It was just a few new things moving into this role. And so as that happened, as she focused on the mistakes, she started to worry about what her boss would say to her every Friday. And the more that she worried, the more she became choked up and the more mistakes she would make. All week, she would feel tense. She would be dreading that Friday meeting. Now, some of her worries were actually justified. She did know that she still had things to learn. She knew that she was making mistakes. But most of her worries were not. 
They were mistakes that were coming because she was putting this stress and worry onto herself. But the important thing to realize is that regardless of how that Friday meeting might actually go, even if it were horrible, the real problem was how she brought that negative anticipation forward into her week. She lived the worst case scenario of that meeting all day, every day. Now, if you've ever experienced anything like this, you know that stress can be paralyzing. So we had to break that spiral. And when we did, we could reclaim the present moment one step at a time, one moment at a time. Only then could her work improve. She started to regain her confidence and rekindle the usually positive relationship that she had with her boss and with her coworkers. But she had to stop living in fear first. She had to stop living in fear of a potential future state, in fear of that weekly Friday meeting, before she could enter into that higher state and actually solve the problem. So I hope that this example helps to put that into perspective and help you realize what I mean when I'm talking about bringing something forward from a hypothetical future into the present moment. If you feel like you're stuck in a pattern of stress or of worry or of feeling overwhelmed, then I want you to know that we are here for you. The Joy Within can help. So just head over to thejoywithin.org and sign up for Happiness University, and we'll walk you step by step through a simple process to reclaim your center and eliminate that stress and that negativity from your life. And in closing, I want to leave you with one last thing, which is that you have to catch it early. Often, these negative thoughts don't seem that bad at first. Often, we barely notice them. But the problem is, if you don't stop them when they are small, if you don't stop them when they are just annoying and not a big deal, then they will spiral and they will get out of control. Stress begets more stress. Worry begets more worry. The best way to deal with it is to get out in front of it, to head it off before you enter that negative spiral. So start to pay attention to those little thoughts when they crop up. Start to notice the impact that they have. Then take action to course correct when you need to. So that's it for today. And don't forget, you are only ever one thought away from becoming the calm, confident, and happy person that you truly deserve to be. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. When you're ready to put these ideas to work in your own life, head over to thejoywithin.org and sign up for Happiness University. When you do, you'll have access to all of the tools and strategies you need to eliminate negative thoughts by tuning in to The Joy Within. You can follow a simple step-by-step system to become the calm, confident, and happy person you deserve to be. Visit thejoywithin.org to get started today. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with someone you love because I think we can all use a little more joy in our crazy modern world.